Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker and uh, little Benjamin Chester. Wheels, how's it rolling? First of all, hi, Benjamin. Shout out to you. Uh, happy that you're named after Coach Wade. He's wearing a shirt today that says Assistant Coach. Uh, did you buy that specifically? Like, w- at what point did you, did, before he was born, like, when did you think, like, oh, I need this shirt? Is this, like, what was the plan? No, I bought it a couple days ago because I realized once Coach tweeted about, uh, uh, tweeted about my tweet about my card to Jen for her our anniversary that quoted him. Mm-hmm. I realized that oh my god, Eddie Rosario yeah, but... is the worst base runner. He just all right, all right. Just, Stop watching. Got... Shut off the Twins game. He, it's a he regular got... season Twins game. Nobody yeah, should watch that. He just got caught in a pickle between first and second to end the inning. Great job. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to get caught in a pickle, like a yeah. giant pickle. You haven't oh, seen the Seth Rogen pickle movie, have you? I, I have seen it because a friend well, of mine. It's very Jewy, obviously. Anything, anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but also a guy just moved to my neighborhood who's like a pickle impresario. Yeah. Uh, Patterson Pickles. Everyone should buy Patterson Pickles. Okay. Uh, so the guy who owns Patterson Pickles, like it's a family business, uh, and he just moved to my neighborhood. So he's always supplying like amazing pickles at like all these uh, outdoor socially distanced gatherings that we go to. So I've been really. What does that have to do with? What does that have to do with this? I mean, I know it's a pickle movie, but what does Patterson oh, well, Pickles because, have to do with? Because when a movie came out, American Pickle, all about a Jew in the pickle business, like we all were excited for our friend Eric, uh, you know, because this movie seemed like it was about his life. So his grandfather fell in a giant vat, and that's how they got. Yeah, the business. oh, it's the same. Now, if people don't know uh, from that movie, people I think only know that movie because Seth Rogen sort of stepped in hot water for a split second. Well, oh, um, that's only in our tiny little bubble. That was in our bubble, yeah. but I, I think other than that, I think nobody knows about this movie, to be fair. Yeah, so he went on WTF with Mark Maron. Uh, by the way, 100% No, we don't have people, to get into it. But, no, but, no, but I want to get into but here's, 100% of the people who complained about what he said have never heard of Mark Maron or WTF or the, oh, concept, yeah, of, or sure. the concept of a podcast. And I know this because I had several conversations with people in my neighborhood when they brought that up. And I said, well, yeah, but he said it as a joke on Maron. And like, they never heard of like, I'd like, do you know what WTF is? And people would be like, like the expression. So you have a bunch of nerds who don't know anything about comedy or anything sure. who are complaining about a joke. About, but I suppose whatever. the yeah. nerds who do know stuff about comedy. It, yes. You know what's my funny take that I, would, I don't think I would tweet is, I don't know, it's funny, but Mark Maron for a while had like the most popular podcast or like most popular podcast by a comedian. Yeah. Um, and has never said one thing that's funny in a thousand, you know, 1500 episodes, ever many he's done. And then yes, Joe but Rogan, it's, but it's not a comedian, a comedic podcast. Can you just let me have my? Yeah, Sorry, I understand, but it's weird. He's a comedian, 
you'd think a comedian would accidentally say like five funny, funny things in an episode, even in nine. Okay, yeah. Okay. Then Joe Rogan, a stand-up comedian, uh, has the most popular podcast of any type of podcast on the internet by like a wide margin, mm-hmm. and has also never said anything funny basically in two thousand three-hour episodes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just funny. Like the most popular version of a podcast is comedians not saying anything funny. Yeah. Okay. That's a good great take, Uncle Kiwi. I'm sure others have made that observation, but it's a fine observation. No, no, it's an original one. Pat Penning trademark. I would tweet it, but I feel like Rogan probably has some toxic fans on Twitter who would find it or something. Yeah, I think Um, that's a safe bet. Okay, I wanted to do a draft with you before we get into the super interesting Carolina Panthers. Yes, beloved. So I don't know if you know this, but Bill Simmons has not tweeted since June 22nd outside of retweeting podcast links. Yeah, he mentioned that in passing on this recent podcast where he. acted all huffy about people criticizing his Luca James Harden takes. And he said yeah, something like, he, and he yeah, said, he's in a he war said, with he, he said a lie where he said, uh, I eventually uh, apparently this became a thing. I have no idea because I'm never on Twitter. That's a lie. You're not tweeting, but you're on Twitter all day long. Yeah, I think it is a lie. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's checking out the extremely negative, but funny Bill Simmons subreddit uh, <laughs> all the time. Like you do with the extremely negative, but funny Renap Reddit. Yeah. No, it's usually positive. Oh. Um, but wait, listen to this. The, so Simmons hasn't tweeted. I believe it happened right after the New York Times article came out that he was like pretty insensitive and said, we yeah. don't have diversity, but it's not like a open mic night. No, but he, he said we and have diversity people were talking on him. We yeah, have young white but, men with different opinions, well, yeah. which also is yeah, and that, Well, that's like a rumor, I think, that he said. I don't think that was in the article, was it? Um, no, I think, but, he, no, I think but, he, said it, he said it in an internal uh, email or something like that. that got yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and then people were dung on him because he said it's not open mic night and then people yeah. were linking his, to the... Or, every member of his family his, is on yeah, podcast his, nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Include, including his like otherwise unemployable nephew is like the yeah. main person at the whole company. His son um, has the intro to and, the uh, Book of Basketball podcast. That's actually, I, I would call him a, probably the most talented person. Bring back Janky, by the way. Yeah, where is Ronald Janky's? It's been, it's yeah. been like 15 years. Um... I'll, I'll, I will say this. The, uh, yeah, that is a very catchy intro. That should be our podcast intro. We should maybe pay, what's his Can, son's rapper name? Oh, you're talking Ben Simmons. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ben Simmons. Can we get, Jan- Simmons, can, can we get no, Simmons I want Janky writer. on. What's he doing in 20? I don't know if we could afford Jankies. Well, did he um, get too big? I don't think he got big. Yeah. I don't know. I would have to look him up on, on YouTube. Um, okay. So here's, my, so yeah, so he hasn't tweeted. So I want to do a draft of what Bill Simmons first tweet back. That's not a retweet. We'll be back. Okay. Okay. You, so okay. you can have first pick or next two. We'll draft three things each. Um, so he doesn't even tweet to say like announcing like when his podcast has a new hire or something. Like when they had Macari Sellers, he doesn't tweet about that. He doesn't retweet that. Uh, he, would re- he will retweet a ringer if tweet. like the ringer tweet about okay. it. But he has not typed a word on Twitter. Okay. Uh, okay. So I think that he will maybe do one of those. He, he, know, he doesn't even quote tweet. It's not like, oh, excited for Bakari, you know? All right. Uh, does he do like uh, an election night tweet, like, you know, like uh, sort of one of these, you know, the okay, nightmare so is over tweets? Okay, it's not going to be till November 3rd. That's a good, that's oh, a are we, good. Are we uh, drafting dates? What are we drafting? Concept? Like, no, you could topics? draft, yeah, uh, like events. Yes, events. Like trying to get close, as close as possible. So I'm, th- I'm so thinking I think election night. One. He drafts election like night's a, a good one. Yeah. One of these, you know, our national nightmare is over tweets. Okay, I'm gonna. My first pick is gonna be uh, Week One Brady on the Bucks, especially if like Brady threw a pass to Gronk. Or oh, usually he does one of those football, 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 football tweets. Yeah, or like Gronk, Gronk, Gronk the first time Gronk scores. But I okay. think Brady on the Bucks will get us a tweet. Okay, and then um, uh, if I have another one, I will say the Celtics getting eliminated from the playoffs. He's gonna blame on some. I don't referee. think so. I don't think so. I don't think, and I don't think he's watching the Red Sox. Um, 
he's complained about them. I mean, they have the worst. I think they just lost nine in a row, so or something like that. Yeah. So all right, my second pick will be uh, the Celtics in the second round. All right, so something Celtics, Celtics related. In the second round. Yeah. yeah, something Celtics related. Do you have anything else? I think election yeah. day was a good first pick. Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back for a second round Celtics matchup. Um, I think football, 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 or yeah, something Gronk, Gronk, Gronk is a okay. So one. football, football, yeah. week one, that's good. I mean, if um, I'll say this, uh, I mean, God forbid, I don't want such a thing to happen. But if a legend like uh, Bill Russell were to pass on, I think he would have to. Tweak. Yeah. So you're saying celebrity death? Your third, your third pick is celebrity death. Yeah, but it has to be a celebrity that has a real meaning. Athlete. You know. How about an athlete? An athlete death. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. If like someone that he would have to comment on. The thing is, I think he could just comment on his podcast. He could do it. But yeah, that's still a good pick. Yeah. Does he? And, does he have is his Instagram live still or no? Yeah. I mean, he make, he makes stories on Instagram. Oh, okay. So then maybe he just does these things on Instagram instead. I don't know. No, but he's no, no. But his stories are like, uh, here's Ben like doing skateboarding. In the oh, backyard. it's all family stuff. It's not. not uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's most. It's his son. It's his son. I don't think he posts yeah. his wife. As somebody who's never used Instagram, I don't really know how it works. It is funny that like only the men in his family are allowed to be like. I understand. Like obviously, he's way too public a figure, and it's you know it's interesting. He's never posted his wife, but like fine. He's obviously at this point not posting his wife, but it's funny. Like yeah, his son is is fair game down his story, which just makes sense. I just. Uh, it, like, yeah, there's no upside like, to letting your like, to, for a celebrity no to be posting no, pictures no of their upside, teenage but it's funny, but he's like, yeah. you know, but he's just like, here's my son, you know, doing 30 different wrestling moves. Uh, <laughs> so then my third, my third pick is there's not gonna be a hockey tweet. Um, I'm trying to think if you would like. Hmm. I'm gonna say uh, a, a media beef. His next tweet is gonna be calling someone out in the media. Like Doris Burke, who he's boring with right now. So he's mad at her because she made some reference to his Harden thing. Is that what yes, happened? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, I think he once tweeted like so, something like a woman talking about basketball, shutting it off. Like he tweeted a very anti Doris Burke take in his pre woke days. Not yeah, that, that would have been a decade ago. Yeah, but I would imagine she's still mad about it. You know, he said he he like he said a really derogatory thing about LeBron's upbringing, and LeBron has never spoken to him. Like people remember these things. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I just, draft. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he wants to come back on Twitter for the purpose for a of meet, for a fight. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad pick, but that's the last pick. That's like yeah. the sixth. All right, pick. this draft is over. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Um, all right, Carolina Panthers, your beloved. You you still have a, a special plate in, place in your heart for Teddy B, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I thought that his leg was going to be broken off and he never played again. So the fact he made it back to the NFL was heartening, uh, even though you know. He did not really get to do anything for the Vikings. Well, he did get a uniform. He got back on the field. And then he was phenomenal for the Saints last year, went 6-0, and and put up legitimately great numbers. And maybe if he had played, they would have won a playoff game. Ooh, burn for the Saints. And, but I'm not really sure why the Carolina Panthers decided, all right, we're going to give him $72 million. We're going to show Cam Newton the door. And then Cam Newton gets like a $2 million offer with the Patriots. Like, I'd, I'd rather have the Cam contract than the Teddy contract. Yeah, I, I think it was like punishing yourself. Like, all right, it's time to move on, even though it's yeah. not the right football move. Well, so like, let's, let's start at the top with Teddy. Let, let's start, okay, so let's start at the top. Obviously, we got a new coach here. We got a, we got a right. This is, this is a whole new organization, basically, on the fo- on the football operation side of things. Yeah, new organization. So uh, Matt Rule, the Jets tried to sign last year. The Jets essentially agreed to sign him, and then he uh, they would not let him pick his OC. They wanted. 
I think Freddie Kitchens was it. They wanted someone in particular to be the OC. And he said no, and he did not stay. And he went back to Baylor and uh, had another good year and then signed with the Panthers. And, of course, every Jets fan wishes that they had. And he's a New Yorker. He's literally from New York uh, City. And, uh, you know, we got stuck with Adam Gase because he could not pick his own offensive coordinator as if, uh, as if um, you know, the Jets have a real unique offensive coordinator. Anyway, yeah, yeah and so he we got a new guy in the building. contract, right? Yeah. And the assumption this year. He's one at Temple, one at Baylor. I, I honestly think he's going to be a really good coach. Everyone raves that he's like a super, superstar. Okay. Uh, fun fact, by the way, he had a losing record as the coach at Baylor. Yeah. Well, so people were like, well, what's so sp-? I mean, that was the well, knock, hold on. Right? Well, that, were... that, that's a little bit of a, of a trollish tweet. The reason is because they went one and 11 his first year. Yeah, no, he by, took yeah, over. By the third year, over, yeah, like, but by the third year, they're in the Sugar Bowl, you, but then he leaves. And so, yes, he took over a team that was like on death's door. Yeah. No players. And so I guess one and 11 is the baseline for his first season. His first season in Temple, by the way, they were two and 10. Yes. So will so the Carolina Panthers, Temple, which you did twice is. Yeah. Will the Carolina Panthers win three games this year? which would be the best first season in his career as a head coach for a new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he was at Temple for a really long time before he became the coach. Yeah. He was at Western Carolina for a little while, too. So he has one year in the NFL as an assistant O-line coach of the, the 2012 Giants. Yeah. Uh, so that's not a crazy NFL pedigree, but, but yeah, and especially for guy, I mean, he, he goes. He didn't get Everyone a contract really like, oh, let's see if this young guy – yeah. He didn't get one of those, let's see if this young guy can become a good coach contracts. He got a, this is Bill Parcells. We got to do whatever we can to get him contract. Yeah, but who cares? You have the richest owner in the NFL. Mm. You have, um, you, you have, like, there's no salary cap for coaches. You should pay an exorbitant amount of yeah. money for coaches because it's a way to get this them. Uh, yeah, and, then, and, they, and he basically uh, handpicked Bridgewater, presumably, and is building the, uh, the uh, playbook around him. So, you know, I joked, will they win more than two games? The over-under is five and a half. So expectations are very low in Carolina this year. And uh, Carolina is number 29 in our uh, collective power rankings. So that's not good. Yeah. Uh, OC is Joe Brady. Joe Brady was the uh, offensive coordinator, really passing game coordinator for the LSU team that just won the title co- under Coach O. Uh, oh, so you know very college should, football You know we should have had on this podcast? We should have had oh. – some of our listeners, Lawson Campbell, Bob Phelan, I'm looking, some of our listeners had the Panthers as like in the teens, which is why the listeners' average ranking is 28.4, which is very low, but it's, you know, higher than we have it. You know, you and I both have the Panthers as, as 30, and we have um, uh, the worst team in the NFC. So I, I, I want to know from some of those listeners, and, you know, they can always message us after this podcast, why do you think that the Panthers are, you know, sort of an average team? Maybe they're Teddy B believers. Maybe they think Matt Rule is an immediate turnaround guy. I mean, I'm not buying it. That you know, their secondary is a sieve. Their offensive line uh, was disappointing last year. I don't think it's going to be much better. There's holes everywhere. Even if you think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be like you know a top, the 13th best quarterback, the 11th best, we're being super optimistic. That doesn't mean that this team is anywhere near you know eight and eight necessarily. Yeah, they um, also have the uh, very late bye week, week 13, just them in Tampa. Which is causing controversy. Yeah, you're very into that for fantasy. Yeah, a lot of controversy in fantasy football. Yeah, well, week 13 bye week should not be allowed for fantasy. McCaffrey, Even though I do think bye weeks are going to get moved around. McCaffrey is the consensus uh, number one pick in fantasy football this year, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, explain, we, our, explain our debate, actually. It's interesting. Okay, so well, okay, in a standard league, week 13 is probably the last week of the regular season, if not the last, the second to last week. So it's a very key yeah. week. If you have McCaffrey, he's obviously the best player on your team. And, uh, you know, if you have McCaffrey, hopefully your team is competing for a playoff spot unless he gets injured or something very bad happens to him. 
And all of a sudden, you lose him in the most important week of the year. So in our Survivor League, where every single week you need uh, a win, you, you need to not be the worst team or you're gone, it's very, very difficult in a bye week to survive. And, and I think one of the strategies is take players who their bye weeks, uh, first of all, they, they do not overlap. You have different bye weeks for your quarterback and your RB1 and your WR1, uh, but also, and your, and your tight end, but also uh, have buys as early as possible because when there's 10 teams in the league or 11 teams in the league, it's easier to not be the worst team. But if your bye week is in week 13 and there's only four teams left in your league, well, then you have a buy for one player, you're kind of screwed. So one of the things we have is we have these immunity idols, which you can uh, earn by superlative performances earlier in the season, and you can use them whenever you want. And last year, without really thinking, we said it has to be used by uh, week 11 at the latest. And it was kind of a mistake because the buys went to week 12, which means that if you had a team with a buy in week 12, such as the Kansas City Chiefs, who obviously have a ton of fantasy guys, you know, you were in a lot of trouble because you couldn't use that immunity to survive in week 12. And so, and so we said, okay, for next year, we'll make sure that will allow the idols to be used through the end of the buys, which we thought would be week 11 or maybe week 12. Well, this year, the NFL has buys all the way through three, week 11, and then no buys in week 12. And then they have the Bucks and the Panthers with all these fantasy superstars with buys in week 13, and it's just very weird that they did that. Yeah, and like I said, I think COVID, there's a very good chance that even the best of times, it's going to move some scheduling around. But if anything, that's going to mean we're going to have fewer buys later in the season. That could solve the problem for us because COVID would be teams are, you know, quarantined. So you're rooting for the coronavirus to, so, so it does not inconvenience our fantasy football league. Yeah. Because instead of the teams that are scheduled to have buys in week 13, they'll have to play the games that were canceled in week four or whatever. Yeah. And you're fine if people die just, just so we can, (laughs) you know, that's what you're saying basically. No, I think, this league is like all fantasy leagues is going to be thrown in complete crisis as teams have to start missing games. You know, you can't, the, the, we have like the, the St. Louis Cardinals, obviously who didn't play for two weeks in baseball. You can't do it in the NFL. If a team misses a game, it's unless, you know, you, what you really need last year, obviously was it last year or two years ago where the hurricane moved the, uh, the uh, Dolphins game in week one. Um, now I'm blanking if it was 2019 or 2018, oh, so but it, it yeah, the Dolphins bucks game scheduled for week one, if I'm not mistaken, or was it? I think it might have been 2018. It, it was either like the Dolphins or the Bucks. It might have been the Dolphins mm-hmm. or the Bucks. I don't remember. But they, they both teams happened to have a bye in the same week later in the year, so it was very easy. They just got the week one bye, and then they went and played in week 12 instead or whatever the case may be. Um, but that, that's a real coincidence. You need both teams who would be quarantined by COVID to, have, a bu- to be, have been playing each other that week and also have a bye the same time later in the season. And the odds of that are not that high. The NFL got, sort of got very lucky last time. Uh, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be messy. Maybe they'll have an unbalanced schedule to still have everyone play 16 games. You know, we could it's, have like, yeah, I don't know. In baseball, the if Texans play, one play the two, Broncos the second time, just yeah. to like, you know, make things happen. Like, I don't know. We'll in, in, ba- in basketball or baseball or hockey, if teams don't all play the exact same number of games, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But, but when you football, play 16 games, it's a big Yeah. Game. When you have a small sample size, you really can't. And they don't have a week to play with really. I mean, it obviously it gets to be disastrous. It's easier to move Super Bowl Sunday if you're not expecting they're, so they're already talking, fans at the game. They're already planning on moving Super Bowl Sunday as late as February 18th, like two weeks later. They're, I, I don't know if they're planning as so much as they, are, they have the option. They're making contingencies, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. So the, they're, um, they're putting a couple weeks of lag into the schedule, but that, you know, hopefully that wouldn't, that, they wouldn't need more than those two weeks, but who knows. All right, let's talk about the players on the field for a second other than Teddy B and McCaffrey. Mm. Um, th- uh, this team signed Robbie Anderson away from the Jets. Do you know who he is? Robbie Anderson? Isn't that what he said to the cops? Do you have any idea who I am? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, he said. Uh, he, he, I believe he said. Oh yeah, do you know who I am? I blanked in your wife's blank last night. Well, I guess I could say I. I don't have to beep out. <laughs> um, I believe that's what he said. Um, and then DJ Moore and uh, Curtis Samuel are the other receivers. Uh, Robbie is a great player. It's a very strange. I mean, how how would you rate Ed, on his best day Teddy B's deep ball? Yeah, the deep ball is definitely not his strength. Yeah, so I'm saying it's a very weird. Listen, he went where they were offering the most money, it, but it's it's not the ideal place. Like Baltimore, perfect place. Robbie Anderson, Pittsburgh, perfect place. Um, KC would be nice. Uh, you know, any of the NFC East teams, great. They like to go deep, but Carolina is maybe one of the bottom five places in the league where you'd want an explosive, you know, talent who's not really an over the middle pass catcher, but a you know a deep threat like Robbie Anderson. I, I would rather stay with Darnold that probably than Teddy B. Oh, oh, you're saying for Robbie Anderson, where would have been the best place for him for his career to go? That's what you're saying. Yeah, for his, yeah, oh, in terms know. of okay. like utilizing his skills. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Robbie uh, Anderson was as in demand as Jets fans seem to think he was. I mean, he got a lot of money. Uh, you know. He was the best it? receiver on the market. Was he? Yeah. I'd have to go review the, uh, the offseason market again to see if that's accurate or not. Um, receivers are also guys that you can often get available by trade. And by the way, Antonio Brown's on the market. He hasn't even been signed yet. So, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't think he's on the market. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but Robbie Anderson is not the focus of this offense. Obviously it's Christian McCaffrey. He's going to lead the lead in targets. He's going to lead the team in catches. He's going to lead the team in, in every statistic. Um, yeah. All right. Let's, let's go through the draft for a second. I've been doing this a little more in the, uh, in some of the solo pods. Okay. okay. Let's look at how they're going to be affected by the draft. So they, they're, their number one draft pick is a nose tackle, mm-hmm. right? I, I, they needed a lot of offensive line help, but they went and secondary help, but they went nose tackle with Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second round they picked Jeremy Chin. Those are the two guys who were projected to start their first and second round pick, both defenders. Uh, after that, they, t- they took Yedder Gross Matos that we talked about a lot with the Jordan Kalish. People had him going all over the place. He's a backup uh, defensive end. They really only picked defenders. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not being like, I'm not exaggerating. They only picked defensive players. Tony Pride Jr., Kenny Robinson, Stanley Thomas Oliver III. That's a long name. That does not fit on a jersey, Thomas Oliver III, probably. Uh, Bravion Roy, every single person they picked, all seven of them are defenders. They did not add anybody to their offense in the draft, which is By the way, Stanley Thomas Oliver, an interesting name because he has a hyphenated last name, each of which is also a first name, but his first name isn't really a first it's name. Nothing. It's more of a last name. It's nothing. It's really nothing. Yeah. Stanley. Thomas Oliver Stanley makes more sense than Stanley Thomas Oliver. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The third. Yeah. I think so I said the they, yeah, they've had that. Tw- no, you said the third. You got it right. Um, yeah, so they, so they so they a lot of two Colby. first names guys, by the way, on this defense. Um, yeah, who else? Cole, Cole, Luke. That's yeah, two that first is a first names. Yeah, it should be yeah. Luke Cole. Yeah, uh, they have Derek Thomas, uh, not uh, Adarius Taylor, Christian mm-hmm. Miller, uh, Bravian Roy, another guy who his first name and last name really could be switched. I would say. Okay. Yeah, that's really about right. it, actually. Jermaine, um, Jermaine Carter could work either way, I guess. Carter Jermaine, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Trey, Jermaine Trey Boston. They're anyway. starting free safety. We have a Boston and Philadelphia. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. we um, Eli all right, Apple. So that, a- what's a better name, Eli Apple or Apple Eli? Eli Apple. Well, what's Apple? Eli Apple's mom, who's like the most prominent mom in the NFL. Like she's like his spokesman. Basically. Yeah. She likes to complain about like anybody mm-hmm. complaining about Eli Apple. Yeah. He's already on team number fifty. Um, Former Viking Stephen Weatherly uh, starting on the edge for this team on defense. 
Yeah, so it's not it's not it's one of outside McCaffrey, two to fifty three, but quarterback is in the two. There's a, it's a pretty anonymous team. There aren't a lot of uh, big names. Um, they 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 signed Matt Paradise last year as center, who, who was a stud for the Broncos. Didn't really work out. The offensive line is below average, like we said. They it's crazy that they didn't think to add anybody. I mean, obviously they they brought in guys. They brought you know they they gave big money to Teddy B and Robbie Anderson, two of the biggest free agent prizes, I guess. Yeah, but. But they really and and they and they they traded for Okung, I think, right? But they they did not. It's rare to see a team uh, only draft one side of the ball, and it's not like people are like, oh yeah, the Panthers on offense without Cam now we're set. Yeah. But they uh, well, you know, here's they, a corollary. They, Let's give some fantasy advice. In a standard league, will there be a player on the Carolina Panthers other than Christian McCaffrey who starts in fantasy in the month of September? Well, sixteen team league, like Robbie. Well, I said in a standard league, league, obviously. Yeah. Standard ten team league? No, the answer is no. No, nobody's nobody's getting. Is anybody? I don't like Robbie Anderson might be like the last receiver on your bench, but nobody's starting. Yeah, Ian. I think Ian Thomas might actually uh, be. Yeah, the he's got some upside, but not in a ten team league. He's not. He's not. He's not in the roster. Yeah, not in week well, one. For, not in he might be yeah. like. He might like Teddy B. Might throw a lot of short passes. He might go like seven for sixty eight for a touchdown, and then yeah. you know people bid him up on Fab, and he never has a game like that again the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Ian Thomas. I would guess. If we were doing a draft of, of you know, targets for, uh, you know, pass catchers in Carolina this year, after McCaffrey, I think I would take Thomas second ahead of Curtis Samuel. But hey, more, more two first-name guys on offense. Curtis Samuel, Ian Thomas, uh, you know, John Miller. All these guys. Yeah. By the way, do you know who the uh, Panthers' backup QB is? Yes, because I'm looking at the depth chart, so I know it's Will Greer. Okay, yeah. His uh, second most famous person in his family, his brother Nash Greer, was like the main person on Vine. And uh, now I don't know what he does now. I don't know if he did he did he go over to TikTok? Is he on YouTube? I'm not sure what Nash Greer is up to. Mm, My sister yeah. used to be very into Nash Greer. Mm, I don't know who that is, but okay. Yeah, he was he was very famous. Nash Greer. He was like a big celebrity uh, right. before his brother. I know who Will Greer is more program. than I know who Nash Greer is. Yeah, but it's a bad. So there's not a lot of depth anywhere on this team. Farrah Cooper is probably their top backup receiver. Uh, they don't. You know, they have they have a lot of draft picks who are essentially. Red shirt. You know, one of my philosophies in terms of this no preseason season is like the the, uh, the college players, especially guys maybe coming out after the junior year, players coming from smaller colleges. It's going to be a red shirt for a lot of them, right? They're going to be at the back of the, the bench. Rosters are bigger, bigger practice squads, so it'll be easier to promote somebody um, to sort of like even if they're the backup to like promote somebody else to come ahead of them who maybe has more experience uh, in NFL games. So I think the two things are rookies who don't have top pedigrees, possibly not playing, and the teams that have offensive line stability from last year because they're not playing a single – the first snap they ever play as a as an O-line is going to be – a team like the Jets who have uh, four new starting offensive linemen is going to be in week one of the of the NFL season. All the Jets beat writers, by the way, are, are writing these articles about how like, the Jets play like uh, World of War. Some, some uh, you know – popular video game together and they're on all these group chats like as if that's going to help their their chemistry mm-hmm. yeah um like but but I, I saw teams so that's really what we should look for i should make a list of which teams are returning at least four stars which teams if any have five guys are returning this is not one of them yeah new coach uh, new system new quarterback new, coach, new everything new quarterback everything not ideal. so this to me is a recipe for a disaster and again like you said even at, even uh in his previous two stops he, you know, he had a disastrous first year, burned the program to the ground, and then built it and up. And then turns it around, yeah. Almost right away. 
So it might be, and again, it's probably the next time the Panthers make the playoffs, it's not probably going to be with Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback. This well, is then, a team that might need to bottom out. But if that's the case, why, why give him that? You want to yeah. I mean, they thought they were going to have to sell tickets to but games. They could, they could know, do that with Cam Newton, though. Cam Newton's selling more tickets than Teddy Bridgewater. I think – but it's very hard to move on from, from – you know, like to rebuild with Cam Newton as your quarterback. First of all, if he's good, he might be too good for that, but possibly not good enough to be a contender still. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I, I think this I, team I don't, could bottom I don't out. Think that rules... Is Teddy B going to play 16 games? And then we're talking about Will Greer, who I believe was disastrous in, in limited action last year. Yeah, I, I think that they won like their first four games. Like they had a good record with him, but he was a bad player. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't think that Rule thinks that Bridgewater will not be the starting quarterback the first time he makes the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like fan talk, but I also think it's. No, the I'm truth. saying I think in his heart, not what he would say. I think in his heart. I, oh, I of course. You don't sign that. No, Teddy B is you know? to Teddy B's in Teddy B's defense. He is not an old man. He, he might have the legs of an old man, but how old is Teddy B? Yeah. Uh, why don't we play the schedule game? Because five and a half is a very low over under. But I think right now you and I are both sort of leaning uh, under right now. Teddy B, this is age twenty eight season. He's twenty seven right now. Okay. All right. So uh, we have week two, one. Yeah. At home against the Raiders. Got to win that one. All right. I'm going to say win at the Bucks. Loss. And week three at the Chargers. Loss. So they start with two AFC games. Uh, week four at home against the Cardinals. Uh, I think I had the Cardinals when we did the, with the schedule game for the Cardinals the other way. So I have to say the Cardinals again. Uh, it's a one and three. It'll be and, funny if I do the schedule game for multiple yeah. teams and like have different teams winning the yeah, same Yeah, just game. like the homers. Are. All right. Uh, then they play the Falcons in week five. Uh, is that at home? That's on the road. I'll say loss. All right, one and four, yeah. and then they play the Bears in week six. Well, that's in Georgia. Georgia might have a full stadium by then. Who knows? Yeah, that could be a real road game. Yeah, the Bears yeah. where? In Carolina. I'll say win. All right, two and four. Then they go at the Saints. Loss. Two and five, and then home against the Falcons on a short week on Thursday night. Um, I had them. Did I have them beating the Falcons at home? Yeah, you had them losing to the Falcons the first time in Atlanta. Oh, it is a home game. Oh, so this one they'll win. Okay, so three and five, and then they have 10 days off to prepare to play the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. All right, three and six. Uh, Then they have uh, Tampa and Detroit both at home. I will say loss and win. All right, so four and seven. All right, so they have a chance to hit that Uh, Mm over-under. Then they they go at the Vikings. uh, Loss. Okay, four and eight. Then they have that absurdly late buy in week 13, as we said, which means they have two weeks to prepare for a home game against the Broncos. Okay. I still have them losing. I kind of like the Broncos. All right. So then, well, then they're not going to hit the over because then they're four and nine and they go at Green Bay. Loss. Four and 10. At Washington. I'll say win. All right. So they're five and 10, but then they play the Saints in week 17. Yeah. So five and 11. And remember, almost everyone's going to be playing for something possibly this year in week 17. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe the Saints have the buy locked up, but all right. So, so five and eleven. So, you, but would you take? But the it's up? very in play. Yeah, I, I, it's not a best bet for me, but I would go under if I had to. Yeah. Yeah, I just see more, especially because that division has you know three significantly better teams, right? Because the the, mm-hmm. the Saints, the the Falcons, and the Bucks all have reason to think they're making the playoffs this year. Yeah, absolutely. I listen, yeah. it's it's the worst QB in the division by by a country mile. How about this? Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're, you're I'm the not Vikings. so sure about that, but... Oh, okay. You're saying Brady? I'm very the, long, Brady. 
Okay. How about this? You're playing, you're the Vikings, you're playing the Panthers. It's not like, oh, sweet, we have Carolina. Like, McCaffrey's a nightmare. Teddy B, Teddy B can, you know, probably well, still be a bad Well, that defense. would have been a nice homecoming, uh, you know, because it's in Minnesota if fans were allowed in the building. Yeah, yeah. But they still have good, you know, Moore and Anderson are a pretty decent receiving crew. Like, they do have, you know, you like Ian Thomas. Like, they do have some, it's not a, it's not a good offensive no, line, but you can't worse, beat Carolina at home. You're not a playoff contender. My point is they're not they're they're not like this. My point is like it's not like who's sweet and automatic win. They're not a disastrously bad team. Yeah, see, I'm disagreeing. I'm saying that they are as much. I, I have them as the worst team in the NFC, and so do you. Like they are as much sweet and automatic win as just about anybody that there is this year. But there, but the, there's no like, oh my god, this team is like the Dolphins two years ago. Like, there's how does this team win a game? There's no team even close to that. Well, I mean, you think that, the team's going to be losing by 40 every week? Like, if, if you think they're the worst team in the NFC, you think good teams are going to beat this team by five touchdowns, basically. They're going to lose, mean, like, multiple games. They're going to get slaughtered. If McCaffrey gets injured, how does this team score 10 points? Yeah, obviously, yes. Most teams, you could say, if their best player gets injured, they're going to have trouble scoring. But you can't say that about most teams running back. True. The guy who, who touches the ball and gets hit 300 Well, if Teddy Bree gets injured, they might go on 16. Also, yeah. So, so. but yeah. So, I, I think... As crazy as it is, I think that the under is the safer bet than the over, even at a number as low as five and a half. Should we talk about Brenneman for a split second? Uh, there'll be old news probably by the time we post this, right? Yeah, we talked about that offline. Uh, by okay. the, hopefully, by the- Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.